0: Class is in session, your most unconventional class. She talks all things, all subjects. It's the Interdisciplinary Podcast. Hosted by your favorite doctor, this is What's the Say with Dr. Kim Ray. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Dr. Kim Ray, and this week I wanted to switch it up a little bit for you. I know you've been tuning in, you've been learning a whole lot from my expert guests that I've had join us every single week, but this week we're doing it different, right? I've been bringing on expert guests that have been talking about their line of business, their line of expertise, right? But this week, I wanted to have an intimate discussion and conversation with you. Well, I don't know how much of a conversation because it's just me talking to you, but I wanted to share my line of business uh, with you so that you can learn a few things from me, Dr. Kim Ray. So my line of business is the talent and people development. And some people might know it better as human resource development. Technically, I I like to call myself a talent developer or people developer. And so this week, we're calling episode 11, Dr. K's Career Coaching Corner. (laughs) So I'm going to give you a few of my career progression tips. And so I want you to stick with me so that you can learn what those are to help you progress in your career. As you guys know, we have a chalkboard That's around me. Right. And and on all of our social media that we have posted and promoted the show. And so I want to reiterate or explain and share with you that this show is dubbed the Interdisciplinary Podcast because I'm interdisciplinary. And I'm going to share some of my background with you today as well for you to understand where the concept came from and just so how much that I can really help you develop in your career as well. So this show is dubbed the Interdisciplinary Podcast because we're in class. It's a virtual classroom. And my subscribers, you're my adult learners. You're my students. So I appreciate you every week coming to tune in and check out what we have. The goal of the show is to develop a 360-degree human So every week, that is why we switch up the category, the subject, the sector that we're talking about, because we want you to know a little bit more than a little bit about everything, right? So you can be knowledgeable because knowledge, as we know, is power. And so if you like what we're doing, and we always welcome feedback too as well, hit that subscribe button and click that notification bell for your weekly reminders of what we're doing this week. I want to share with you guys now a little bit more about my background and what qualifies me to be your expert on career progression and career coaching. My original career was in hospitality management. I received my Bachelor's of Science degree from the University of Central Florida, go Knights. And any of my Knights that are subscribed, if you're hearing me now and you're here with me, in the comments below, I want you to type hashtag UCF or charge on, or you can even leave some black and gold uh, heart emojis, how about that? That probably sounds really good. And, And so from that, I studied event management, hospitality event management. And I'm going to get into a little bit of how that applies today to my experience and knowledge. Um, And then I went on to study my master's of science in adult education with a concentration in human resource development. So I received my master's from the North Carolina a State University, and so I'm sure that that's how you'll kind of like see on your own the connection to the conversation that we're going to have today. I also received my doctorate, my PhD in leadership studies from the North Carolina a State University as well, Aggie Pride. I need to ask my Aggies to drop below a comment, Aggie Pride, or give us a blue and gold heart as well. If you are with me today, let me know for a quick roll roll call check-in. In my PhD at North Carolina a State University, I focused, rather, my research on certain areas, and those are gender equity, uh, leadership, of course, diversity and inclusion, strategic planning, and also ethics. So those are all things that help organizations thrive, survive, and then, of course, my dissertation research was women and their journey into climbing the leadership ladder, and their experiences and challenges doing that, going through a male-dominated society with male norms and practices. What's some of the findings? The findings are important of what I found in my research, right? Because they help me help others develop and consult organizations today based on those findings. So, so firstly, I want everyone to know that's tuned in that we need to be prepared for the next wave of leaders. So there are a lot of leaders that are aging out and there are emerging leaders. The definite is that there will be more women leading more more women see in the c-suite because there are more women in this country right? More men are becoming incarcerated. There are not even as, as many men being born, like not as many ma- males being born. So we have more women to do the and work in these positions of, of leadership. The other thing that I noticed was that because we've always been in a male dominated society from, from since the beginning of time, right? Women have always kind of been very competitive with each other and been not willing to help each other and sponsor and mentor. But what I noticed from my study was that historically that has always been the case. But however, nowadays, we're starting to see a change, a transition in, in that. So now we're seeing that women are helping each other you know, women are sponsoring each other, they're beginning to develop them, mentor them. And so we're seeing a lot of camaraderie there. And with that, they're climbing the leadership ladder a little little bit easier, right? Because they have someone that has done this same track potentially before they did or are doing it. Men also uh, have to learn, we're going to have a whole paradigm shift in organizations, you know, um, so men are going to have to learn how to cope how to cope, you know, with this change and understanding that maybe we will have daycares in organizations and and companies. You will notice that that's just going to, the trend is just going to continue. So we need to be prepared as organizations to to house our, our employees and, and these women, especially. So the Me Too movement, I had no idea that the Me Too movement was going to be birthed, right? And when I started doing my study back in 2013, who knew? I had no idea. But um, it's so interesting that I chose my topic because that ended up being a very big movement, I think around like 20 what? 18, 17. So uh, pretty neat there. But but that is why, as I share with you my research, that is why I also founded my nonprofit called Woe Mentoring Works Incorporated, which is based on the need for stronger mentoring programs for women. And I also learned that there's a such thing as reverse mentoring as well. And so if you'd like to donate support or even work with us, we really, really would appreciate that. Our website will be dropped below in the description, so please be sure to check that out. As for this episode, we are in the career coaching corner, (laughs) Dr. K's career coaching corner, right? So I want to share with you my company, my consulting firm that I work with people and organizations to develop them by way of their people. And so I formed the TALK Consulting Group. TALK stands for Talent Development Organizational Strategizing and creative direction. So TAC is an acronym, that's T-O-C, Consulting Group. And we have the website listed below as well for you. But what, what happens in the T of everything is, in the T, we focus on talent acquisition, training and development, team building and the such, And then the O is more like the umbrella that holds the other tenets of the organization, the T and the C. So the O is organizational strategizing, which includes strategic planning, leadership development, mm -hmm, and process improvement. And then the C, the media, the marketing, professional image, and event planning, those things that tie into the experience that Your internal customers have, as well as your external customers. And of course, my hospitality background really, really helped me understand business consulting from a different layer, a different lens, I think, that some of my competitors see it from. Because the thing about it is, when you're talking about increasing your bottom line, what a lot of organizations miss is that your internal customers, your employees, your workforce, your staff, your associates, whichever you call them, they are arguably, I would say more important to you than your external customers. Reason being, if you treat your internal customers exceptionally, and I don't mean satisfactory, I don't mean just the treatment that they should get for doing their job. I mean treating them like their customer. If you can just marinate on that real quick and think about it from that, this is what the Talk Consulting Group does for our clients. We want them to reframe their culture, their thinking, their mindset towards their employees. To help you develop in your career, it, it would it would behoove you to look for organizations that focus on these kinds of things. If they focus on your development, your upward mobility and your strategizing for your career growth. Those are companies that you need to be thinking about working for or working with if you're, say, a consultant or a partner of some sort. That's my recommendation. So let's get to Dr. K's career coaching corner. We can all see that right now what we're going through in this COVID-19 pandemic, that some of us have really needed to be more intentional and also pivot. We've had to pivot our business, our own individual brand. And so I want to share these tips with you to help you figure out how to progress in your career. So first, I want you to do the number one thing on my list. Seek a mentor. Seek a mentor. When I say seek a mentor, I mean seek someone that has worked in that particular field, that industry, that is more senior to you. That also does not work directly with you. That means they should not be in the weeds of the work that you do every day in that organization or your organization. But you need a mentor. You need guidance. Even the most experienced individuals need a mentor. They need a soundboard. They need someone to, to l- just be a listening ear sometimes or to provide that that level of support. So it's really good to find someone and you should not have a one-size-fit-all mentor, okay? You need to find a mentor that can help you with your personal life. You need to find a mentor that can help you with your career. You need to find a mentor that maybe helps you out in your relationship, right? Um, And so those things are... very important when you're selecting your mentor, but you need more than one. You cannot have a one-size-fit-all mentor. That's number one. Number two, I want you to think twice about making lateral moves in organizations or from organization to another organization, right? You might say, you know what? They're paying me the same amount of money, so why would I move? You have to look at the bigger picture. That's why I started out this episode telling you about the things that I do. When you're looking at an organization to move up in, Or to do business with partner with you need to be looking at an organization that is thinking about your best interests sometimes that means making a lateral move you know where you're saying i'm still at the same level okay but i'm doing something different so now you're being what exposed to new experiences a new network and so you're learning you're adding value to your resume And sometimes it's very good to be cross-trained in a lot of things so that you're able to be more marketable and competitive, right? So sometimes I want you to look at making a lateral move as being a very, very good thing. Number three, attend trainings. I want you guys to seek and ask for professional development. We all need to be developed as the days and the years go by. Just in general, your 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 industry is changing. Through that, it's very important that you get with an organization, you partner with them or you work for one, that you can feel comfortable going to your leader. And if you have not done this, I challenge you to try it out as soon as possible because perhaps you just haven't asked and you should just to see. Worst thing they could say is no, we don't have it in our budget, or what, or whatever their reason would be. But you have to ask. I would, I would ask you to locate a conference that's in your field, your industry, that you could go to or you could attend, and maybe locate one to three conferences based on budget. So if you get turned down for the more expensive or the more um, the one you truly want to go to, sometimes that may not be the most expensive, right? If you've learned about a respectable conference that you feel like would really help you develop that one time that year ask if you can go because that shows initiative that shows that you're really interested in leveling up which means you're going to do what you're going to level up the organization so i would definitely pose that to your leader pose that to your leader can i attend a training all right that's number is that number 3 i think that's number 3 so then we have number 4 which kind of is a piece of the ask of your supervisor, but it's different. I want you to ask to shadow. I want you to ask to shadow uh, someone in another team or another department in your organization. Or if you don't work at the organization, maybe there's some type of way that you could ask to be a temporary intern or it depends on what, where you are in your career and it depends on the organization, of course. I think it's always good to think outside the box and ask because sometimes when you ask people, they'll say to you, wow, I didn't know that you were interested. That's what I've gotten at least 85 to 90% of the time when I've asked. They would say, "Oh, I didn't know." Well, thanks for informing me. Communication, communication, communication. Whew! That is um, probably the most, you know, missed thing that we do as humans. We miscommunicate, and now this texting and emailing is just, uh, just made it even worse for us. <laughs> but, but we just have to be careful, and that's a whole other episode. But I want you to be sure to ask if you can shadow someone in another department. All right. So that's that's good. That shows initiative. So then the next one, I want you to join some groups, volunteer at your organization, take some time to be on a committee outside of your day to day. Okay, because this is where you're going to get a chance to build relationships with people, you're going to have the ability to network with people. And then you might even meet your future husband or your wife, or um, you might meet your best friend, you have no idea, but people can really help you get through life. Okay. And so when you're at work, and you're surrounded by other professionals in your profession, then it really would behoove you to utilize that, that network that you have right there in your own house, your own wheelhouse, you can grow some great relationships. So I would encourage you to volunteer and serve on committees within your organization be a good idea to probably volunteer and serve in your community too, because that will also bring you other opportunities and relationships and and a bigger network. And your network is your net worth. Your network is your net worth. So it's important that you think about it that way. And finally, I want to tell you that you should email or schedule some time to meet with your manager. So I kind of touched on that a little bit earlier when I said that if you don't ask, then people won't know that you want it or that you want to go to the conference, right? It's the same thing with your career aspiration. So I have a dear friend that works in corporate America. She's about five or six years younger than me. And she didn't go to college, but she's moved up in her organization. But that's just because she's been there so many years, not because she has expressed that she wanted to move up. But she has not moved up into management up until recently because she did this. She emailed her supervisor and said, I really want to move up and I want to meet with you so that we can discuss the SMART plan. Now, what's a SMART plan? So SMART is an acronym. So the S in SMART stands for Specific. So you need to narrow your focus when you're setting goals. You need to narrow that focus and make it very specific. So I want you to ask yourselves the W questions. The who, what, when, where, which, why of of why you want this specific goal to happen. So the who would be who's involved in this goal planning in achieving the goal. Who is that? The what would be what exactly do I need to do to achieve the goal? What am I trying to achieve? The win would be the T. Now, the T is a part of the T in SMART. So it's later on that I'm going to kind of go into that when I get to the T. But the T is the, the letter T when I say T. I don't mean the coffee T. <laughs> but the T the would be how long is this going to take? What's the time frame that I need? You need to know that to be specific. You need to know that part. So then we need to know where. Where meaning now, this may not apply to every single goal because you may not have a location for every single goal, right? But the which is definitely important. The which is defining these realistic goals. So if I want to open up a salon, but I've never done hair, then chances are I need to probably think about it. The plan needs to start at me going to learn how to do hair first, right? And then you execute on opening a salon. Right. So that's the which. And then the why. What's your why? That's probably the most important. What is your why? Right. And a lot of you would say, well, I want to develop. I want to be a a manager. I want to be a CEO or I want to be a VP of my company. So I need to. That is my reason. Career upward mobility. Right. So that's the S in the smart plan. That's the S. Next, we have the M. So the M stands for measurement. This is where you need to determine what tools you need. You need to determine what evidence can measure your progression. So that means you set very small, many goals, many milestones, and you celebrate them. It's one thing to feel overwhelmed because you haven't set many milestones for you to feel like you've achieved something. It gets you very stressed out. You experience anxiety And it's not a good thing. You can get sick from all this stuff because of how you feel about feeling overwhelmed and not feeling like you've achieved anything. So you need to set small goals, many milestones, I call them, to measure that you are achieving and that you are attaining. Then we have the A in SMART. That's the S-M-A, SMART. Now we're talking about how to make sure that your, your goals are achievable are these goals attainable right in this, in this specific time frame this is not to discourage you this is to inspire so consider the tools to attain the goal what are the tools the tools that you need that are necessary to you achieving and attaining your goal then we have the r r is relevant make your goals align and relevant to your values and the long-term objective so that's why it's important that you know what these things are the who the what the where the which the why because then this is going to help you get to the a the r and the t right and the r is it's got to be relevant so like my podcast okay i i created this podcast like i was sharing with you guys earlier to educate to people develop because i'm a people developer Okay, and I'm an interdisciplinary educator and learner, so I wanted my show to be interdisciplinary, so that I could educate the masses on the masses, right? On as much as I could, so that we could know a little bit more than a little bit about a lot. That's how my podcast is helping me develop my subscribers through my podcast. It's relevant to my goals of being a stronger people developer, right? So that's that's what I mean about being intentional. And making sure that this is relevant to your goals okay then we have the t which is what i was talking about a little bit earlier the t is time frame this is when you create target deadlines to meet your deliverables so that's what i was talking about when i was talking about the when you need to know your target dates you know to have a timeline during that specific part of your goal setting the s you need to know how long it's going to take you to, to attain these deliverables, the timeframe. So you got to set dates for these mini milestones and then you need to set dates for the, for the broader, the larger project, the deadline for that, for those deliverables, right? And so that is how you can create a, a smart goal plan with your leader. And I encourage you to email and set up this meeting tomorrow. As soon as you can email your leader and tell them that you want to do this and tell them that you want to do a smart plan with them and tell them what your smart plan is and they will be super impressed and i'm telling you it will change the game for you in your career guarantee you the tip of the day though is linkedin so a lot of us are on instagram we're on facebook that's all fine and dandy But those things are not professional social media networks. So we're talking about career progressing, career development, and people development. And so I want you to look at utilizing and maximizing and capitalizing on LinkedIn, which is a professional social media platform. And a lot of us are sleeping on it. You're more likely to find a job if you're on LinkedIn in the corporate world than if you're not. So you have to be on that network if you're not. I encourage you to get on. That's my tip of the day because it's not who you know. It's who knows you. I know who Janet Jackson is. I I do. But Janet doesn't know me, even though I think she's my my best friend in my head. (laughs) But she doesn't know me. So it's about who knows you. So I want you to embrace that as well. But you need to utilize LinkedIn, guys. Well, that's my final thoughts. I wanted to have a very intimate learning environment with you today. And I appreciate you for coming into my virtual classroom and to Dr. K's Career Coaching Corner. And I hope to come back to you and have a little bit more for you down the line and later on in an episode. And so if you've enjoyed your time with me, please let us know. Let us know in the comments below that you've learned something because that was the goal. If you've enjoyed your time with me, I really appreciate that, but I want you to have learned something, gained something, you know, and if you can share any of that below in the comments, that would be phenomenal. I kind of want to know which what you guys want, and I want to be able to, to answer those inquiries. So let me know, guys, in the comments below. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace, guys.